I'm Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And we are Murd Nerds. Hey, Murd Nerds. We appreciate your patience. Thank you for waiting two full weeks for this. I know the prom night murders have a lot of information and it maybe feels like we left a lot of it out. Or I guess I left a lot of it out. But today in part three, we are going to have what I have officially coined a free conversation episode. Hey. TM. I've been waiting two weeks for this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm really excited for this because I'm terrible at reading scripts. I know you guys couldn't tell. I'm working on it. Okay. But uh, we're going to skip the part, I think, this week where we kind of talk about ourselves, which is my favorite part. We love to talk about ourselves. I'm a big fan of talking about myself. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, And then I think we can kind of plug everything at the end. So we'll just kind of dive right in. Sounds good. Jeremy's ready. Look at him. I know. So my topics are kind of like in somewhat of an order. So I can start unless there's just something you're dying to talk about. Go right ahead. I'll fill in the spaces. Yep. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um. So something that I thought was kind of interesting, this is not like a heavy hitter or anything, like I said, they're kind of in order, but um, is that there was kind of like a religion switch there when he moved from Florida to Indiana, or he, when they, um, some things that I read talked about it being like super odd that they switched, but I mean, they're just different sects of christianity aren't they like i don't think that's not is that that big of a deal that that, that's such a big thing i mean it can be because most people stick with the same religion for their entire lives do they though yeah really and uh, i mean for the most part people especially if you're raised in christianity in a certain sect of christianity you're gonna stick with that sect especially seeing adults i mean it's big when people change churches within the same Hmm. religion sect of religions or religion how often do you see people go from like i don't know you don't see christianity go to buddhism i mean you don't see that dramatic yeah. of a change like but, a whole family yeah. like usually yeah if people do they're yeah, like the they're black sheep of yeah. the family or quote unquote yep well let's get into this a little bit deeper are you ready let's dive sure all right so my understanding was when robert was younger and he was married to his first wife. Mm-hmm. He was actually studying religion because this this point caught me off guard. How do you go from being an analyst in a very successful bank? Yeah, this, yeah, credit, yeah. And then girl, you're just a pastor, and then you're just going to be a pastor, and that in that a really field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the middle of Indiana. Mm-hmm. So this this point took me, and I, I I did a little more, and he he actually studied religion prior to. Okay, becoming, I didn't know that. Becoming an analyst, but he wasn't like ordained. He was Is not. Or, he was not an ordained minister. Yeah. When he took the job, that was a jump from being. See, and that's. I was going to ask you this because how how did this job come about? Because he had mentioned to like Pastor Ross that he was look he wanted to go to Indiana specifically. He, I'm pretty sure. If I remember right, he told Pastor Ross that he was looking to. Go into that field. He wanted. Okay. To, he wanted to go do that, and that's why I said that's important to know that he had actually studied it before, because it does come out that he 
really wasn't an ordained, ordained minister. Yeah, and he just had a job yeah, in boom, Indiana, like, yeah. magically. Done. Yeah. yeah. So, and that'll play into a couple more points. And, and how do you run a church? How do you get the job mm-hmm. when you're not even ordained? Yeah. And I was going to say, like, falsely, doc, false documentation. Maybe. Maybe. Once again, now we're getting into some more of that little sketchy mm-hmm. paperwork stuff that was going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Now, it takes you exactly 30 seconds to become an ordained minister online. Yeah. I know because I'm a, I'm an ordained minister. <laughs> it took me exactly 30 seconds to, to make that happen. And like 50 bucks, right? Like, No, it was free. Oh, really? Yes, oh, it is cool. free. Now, to get your certificate and all that, that's where your that's uh, where your money okay. comes in. But you can walk out into the middle of the cornfield and yell, I'm a minister. And, and, <laughs> and you're not and, lying. <laughs> no, it's a done deal. Uh-huh. I could not figure that out, how he makes that. But and then I found out he was studying it. But how do you get the job? I don't yeah. understand yeah. I that I want to know part. where it came from. Did Obviously, he seeked it out. Yes, but sought. I want to sought. Yes, sought <laughs> did I say seeked? Seeked. <laughs> Lovely. I would have let you roll through that one. Right. Um. So obviously, he sought it out. But like, was he pleading his case to them, and they like were like, "Oh yeah," were they desperate and just offered him a job without even checking his credentials? Like, how did that come to be? So, if you talk to somebody that has a degree. In whatever, from my understanding, talking to people that have degrees, unless it's like a doctor, they don't check your, they don't check to make sure you have that diploma. Well, and they don't even like not even high school Google alum or call and make sure you're like an alum. Wow, how many times you just check a box that box that says, "Do you have a high school diploma?" Yep. Have you ever had a job ask you for your high school diploma? Well, no, but they can call the school and make sure that you're on record that you graduated. That's what I figured they did. But are they going to? I have to. Oh, I have look. to stop you on that one because in my job, and I've been there for, I've been, I've been with my job for thirty years. Mm-hmm. But a section of my job got transferred over to a Fort Wayne section. Okay, I still work at the same place I've been for thirty years. Yeah. But when I made that change, that was one of the things they actually wanted was your high school diploma. They wanted physical proof yes. of it. Wow. Yeah. yeah now but that's you're just in medical, though. So that it is might true. be a little that's different. That's true. And it's a, you know maybe this is an isolated incident, but I know that they wanted that. And of course, I couldn't find my diploma. I yeah. had to call and get my transcripts from my senior year. <laughs> yeah. Why can't they funny. do that? Ooh, you yeah. do. You do your dirty work. Yeah. You just believe me. <laughs> so yeah. So Bob becomes a minister at this church, but he's never he's never actually a minister, from my understanding. As we get into the later parts of the story in this new court trial, I think uh, um, Irish and Sheila made a comment in in the Counterclock podcast Mm -hmm. that they don't even know if they're actually married because he wasn't an ordained minister. Because Bob did their uh, ceremony. Oh, shit. They jokingly said that. Yeah, but but you still have to file the paperwork with the state to be. But is the official, state going to check his credentials? I don't you know. know. I mean, there... I know here for a fact. I've married. I've married many people, and I always take my a copy of my certificate to give to them, but the, they never ask for it. 
when they when they turn their paperwork yeah, in. Yeah, they stick your word They just for sign. It. I just sign and put, I'm an ordained minister. I sign it, and they turn it in, and it's all good. So hmm. more than likely, they are married, but I thought that yeah. was kind of funny. I'm sure he, even if he wasn't, when he got the job, I'm sure he made sure that he took care of all of that. I would hope so. After the fact. Yeah. But, I mean, he stated right up until he talked to uh, um, uh, Tony. Tony uh, Beeler. Beeler, yeah. That he was not an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. So you tell me. Oh, by the way, just so you, just in case you missed it, Irish and Sheila were the uh, were their neighbors. Mm-hmm. I want to make yeah, sure I put they, that out there. Yeah, they there was a lot with them too. But... Yeah, and I want to talk about that. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I hit a point where I, I couldn't put any more information into yeah. the story. Yep. No, no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is going to roll into the neighbors. Okay, awesome. um, No one heard anything. No screams, no gunshots, no nothing. Which I realize rural. And I think I know the neighbors were involved with the races and they were kind of gone and back and forth that weekend. So it, it stands to reason that maybe they weren't home exactly when it happened. Right. But... I just find that odd. You fire a shotgun six times mm-hmm. and n- nobody, no hears one it. hears anything. Yep, I find that odd. Yeah, I, I, I just, I know you got yeah. something. Go ahead. I don't think that. Once again, this is this is my theory. Everything that I say from this point on is my own mm-hmm. th- theory as far as what I think. Those shots weren't fired at five o'clock. Oh, okay. So you think it happened way, way later? later. Yeah, okay, yep. for sure. Yeah, because the, yeah, the, that's the only reason their timeline is that is because it fits with with the the fact that Jeff did it. So that's the timeline mm-hmm. they're going to yep. hammer out. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I see that. I could see that. Okay. So, do you want to talk about the neighbors a little bit? What do you want to dive into? Okay. So let's talk about I- Irish and Sheila a little bit. So, um. They were the neighbors, and if you look at photos, because there are photos from their bathroom window that faces mm-hmm. the parsonage. Mm-hmm. Let me get that right. The parsonage is the house that they that they live in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because part of the big story was the light in the basement mm-hmm. was on, and they thought that was unusual because they would not let the girls stay up that late. So when they saw the light on kind of early in the evening, they thought that was weird. But when she got up in the middle of the night to use mm-hmm. the bathroom, yes. the basement light was still on, what, one thirty or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Give or take. Sometime in the middle of the night, yeah. yeah. Which, once again, in one story I heard, she was using the guest room bath, the guest bathroom to And I thought, why would you, why were you using the guest bathroom to look and staring out your window. Why is why is she focused on staring out that window? I mean, as a dude, I'm standing there and I'm looking out the window and I'm thinking, oh yeah. But she means she was like focused on looking over there and and seeing that. Yeah. Just, I thought it was odd. Kinda, yeah. It just depends on how close they were. Like if Alicia was my neighbor and I was peeing, I would stare at her house <laughs> to see like if shit was going down. <clears throat> well, having my best friend as my neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> The other thing that caught me off guard 
was two. This is kind of a two parter thing. They were at the races on Saturday night, mm-hmm. which is what they did every weekend. That was their thing. Um, they were called because I, I correct me if I'm wrong. He worked for Hoosier Tire. Does mm-hmm. that sound right? Yes. And they right. were called by some very high up people in Hoosier Tire at the racetrack, which they stopped the races. So that he could come out of the pits and go across the thing because oh, it was yeah a, to go home like in the middle of in the, the night. middle of this of the middle of this thing, they called him to say you need to get home. Well, it would have been the next day, but uh, you need to get home because your neighbors have been killed. Oh yeah, it was so, so they Sunday. they raced home, but yet they weren't questioned, and they just kind of went into their house and they were told you're, you're at no risk, you're fine over here, just yeah, stay home. Yeah, why? Why hurry home for that? Yeah. It never made any sense to me. Yeah, that's true. And they never they never searched their property aside from I think the the trees the, the tree, that lined yeah, the, tree the line. property and that was it. Something else that she brought up was is that the swamp area over there right next to their house where they think the the weapon could be she offered to pump it out for the police and they were like, "No, no, don't worry about that." Stupid. Hmm. The other thing that caught me off with them, and this is the last thing I'm going to really go at the neighbors mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it's just It's stupid. just speculation. It's just and, yeah. Yeah. They never did they go to the funeral. Really? really? Yes. That's strange. That's what I thought. Why wouldn't you go to the funeral? They're right next door. Yeah. And they would have supper with them. But it was, stated, it was stated in the story that they did not go to the funeral. They didn't even bring a damn casserole? No casserole. No funeral potatoes. Oh, my God. But they, always, they talked about really not knowing them that, that well. So, I mean, maybe that plays into it. But mm-hmm. you, I just you, feel all, like having dinner with somebody a couple you, times. Yeah. yeah, but you know if someone's being real with you or not. And if they weren't being real, they didn't know them that well. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't. I mean, my, our, okay, my neighbor did die, and I yeah. didn't go to his funeral, but and we talked to him a lot. He was at our 4th of July She's party. right. That's true. You're right. I did meet his kids. I reached out to his kids and was like, hey, your dad was really nice to me, but... Dennis, R.I.P. Yeah. But, once again, if, you, if, it's, if it's important enough to call you at your... Uh, let's just call it. I mean, I'm sure it's probably more yeah. of a hobby, but, yeah, but if it, if it's if it's important to call you at something you're out doing to come home because your neighbors were murdered, why Weird. wouldn't you go to the funeral? Maybe they just weren't funeral people. Yeah, I'm not a funeral person. Me neither. I don't like them, but I'll go. Who does? Yeah, I just thought that was odd, and that's the end of the speculation in that thing. I mean, I don't think that they had anything to do with it, but. I yeah, there's just some those, odd stuff that yeah, as a detective yeah. they should have looked into. It really into. kicked out. Um, something else, bringing back to um, what you were talking about, about the time. Wasn't there something with popcorn? Mm-hmm. He would always eat popcorn. Yeah. Before yep. he went to bed, he would eat popcorn and share it with his kids, right? And they no. had... No, he. It, I don't him. think it was a share thing. Oh, it was just it, only unless him. Uh, yeah, that was his nightly ritual. And then when they were winding down, and she said that I think it was Jackie said that he would only eat popcorn like, like after pretty much the, after the kids went to bed. Kid, girls went okay, to bed. that's yep. where and I'm he eating. had popcorn in, in his, his stomach. stomach. So yeah. that's why you know he was at least fights that timeline of being done at five. Yeah, because that that right there because she said he was a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. That right there should have said this was done way later. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you don't think so. 
No, just mean like, nah, that would make the cops have to do a lot more work. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, and it's like, I wonder how much it was digested. Like, it's kind of like the uh, John Bonet where she had the pineapple in her stomach. So, yeah, yeah, it been. Thing, yeah, yeah, there's so much with that. Ugh. Yeah, I want to know what a pale, pale liquid is, right? Like a pa- tea, right? I don't know. I mean, I all, thought tea as soon as they said of, that. A pale all of tan the, coffee. All of the victims, no, even the little girls had that pale tan. liquid in them, and some undigested fruit. And then Bob was the only one with popcorn, popcorn. in his belly. And like I said, chocolate was, milk. I don't know. They never. They never got specific. specific of what, mm-hmm. That's a big word for me. <laughs> uh, of what it was, hmm. just a pale liquid. Yeah, because. Uh, for some reason, I don't drink tea. Not like I, – I, I drink hot tea. Right. But that was the first thing that popped in my head was tea, and that's just what I assumed. But I did find it odd that they didn't say what it was because right. obviously they can get the chemical compound. They I would think that they would know exactly. Yeah. And that would run into your timeline is when did they have supper? When did yeah. they have – I see, I thought soup. My my oh, my thought yeah. was soup. And, you know, that once again, there's your timeline. When did they have supper? And when did, when would they have eaten soup and mm-hmm. fruit? Even forgetting about the popcorn, where does that fall into? Yeah. What time? Yeah. yeah. After five, having soup and then fruit for a dessert. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if they're you know a more conservative, yeah. Family, well, like, you I'm know, not trying to be like, no, no, and you're dead way. on yeah. because if you don't want to feed these two little girls something sweet for dessert, yeah, no ice cream. Yeah, fruit's yeah. going to be perfect. So. Hmm. There's, some, yeah. I oh, no, that we're not, well, this is just, a, we're just scratching here, boys and girls. Mm. Hold on. Scraping oh, yeah. It's going to get real serious here in a little bit. I want to talk about why nothing has ever happened with the 35 millimeter camera. Well, okay, more, more the locket and then the keys that they found. Like, why nothing, and like the film that was on the, <clears throat> Excuse me. The film that was on the camera, they, I mean, I would imagine they would have developed it. They Do did. You... They did. The, um, it was brought up early on, and and the police said that the photos were just too blurry, and they destroyed them. Oh, but Robert was a very keen photographer. Yes, he was. I that's find why, that very hard to that's believe. That's why you have— And where are those pictures now? They're back. Oh, they're back. Yes. Okay. Oh, Yeah. So, God, God bless you, Counterclock. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> Seriously, Let's, did you? They put an episode out uh, in month in March. Yes, I did not listen to. This is an amazing fucking episode. Oh man, okay. I have listened to it three times. Oh my god. Okay, I'll have to listen because to it. they get some shit. All of that evidence that was missing, that they couldn't find, really is magically back. How weird. Which include the photos. Okay. Yeah. Enlighten us. I don't know that they never talked oh, about okay. what, so they're just what saying was on there. It's here. Yeah, it went back to uh, okay. your girl Faye. What's her name? Fran Watson. Fran Watson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So that means they had all of that for the the hearing. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Cool. So we'll we'll find out eventually. I'm hopefully. thinking we're gonna find out eventually. <laughs> That's but so yeah, exciting. that evidence that they were that was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is back. That's awesome. Amazingly, the St. Joe County Police Department found it. Mm. Hmm. 
I wonder where it was. Where did they find it, did they say? No, they did not say. Up your ass and to the left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what was the saying when we were kids? It's a, Up your butt and around the corner. Through the tube in your boob. <laughs> I don't know. That's, you said that too, right? No, I, uh, I never uh, heard that one, but that's... <laughs> I guess that was just me and my friends. <laughs> okay. Um, cha, cha, cha. Okay, so something I wanted to talk about, but I didn't want to talk about it in my episode, was just the fact that the cops really used um, Darla to, you know, I guess push guilt onto Jeff. Because in her interview, she said that Jeff had told her he felt like something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And the cops... I mean, they were adamant that, oh, well, the reason why he's saying that is because he knows we're discovering the bodies right now. But it doesn't. It, I mean, if you really buy into that theory, that does make sense, because if, yeah. I, oh, if yeah. I remember right, it was kind of about that time when the when yeah, church like, would have started yeah, like 10 a.m. Yeah, or 9 a.m. And he's or like, oh, you know, right about now, I, I'm betting that, uh, you know, they're not there and everybody's wondering where they are. I thought there was something. thought there was something about the night before that was supposed to happen but didn't. And so Jeff would have thought that maybe they were they would have been discovered that evening if he had done it. I, mm, I know I missed that. I'm, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I missed that part. Mm, I could be making it up. <laughs> I casually lie sometimes. Do you, do you work for the same John County for Right. right. Um, <clears throat> did his parents know that he was going to Cedar Point? Do you, so, you want to get into that? I was going to say, that's a whole thing. Yeah, let's get into that. Okay. Okay. So basically, he Jeff is saying that his dad changed his mind, that yeah. he said he could go and do all these things. So if you're on the Jeff is innocent train, it would... It would stand to reason that, yes, his parents knew he was doing that. But then there's the other side saying that, you know, this is why he, he was it. grounded and that's why. Exactly. Exactly. This is this. Let me throw this out here. And it's going to, in my mind, destroy what the police department their whole their whole idea. The Everything whole, they've created. The whole premise of this case is that mm-hmm. Jeff wanted to go to prom. He wasn't allowed, so he killed the family so he could go. Mm-hmm. Period. I mean that's what they that's what their defense was. Mm-hmm. Or their yeah, what they Motive. were pushing for. Yeah. They said this is it. The fucking episodes and the whole thing is called the prom night murders. Mm-hmm. But how did they find out where he was? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. How did they find out how it, where he was? It wasn't by some fucking investigation that they went out and looked. Nope. It was because his sister, sister Jessica told them where he was. Mm-hmm. She knew. So you tell me if he was grounded and wasn't supposed to go and that's why he killed his parents... Why does Jessica know that that's where he is when she left early Saturday morning, long before? Mm -hmm. Under the impression that Jeff was going to Cedar Point. Yeah, but, I mean, if they... (laughs) That had obviously been big plans that have have been out 
for mm-hmm. longer than just that day. Yes. So she could, you know, they're thinking Jeff's not home. Where could he be? She's like, oh, he had, you know, there, pro- there was prom and then he was supposed to go to Cedar Point. Oh, ding, ding, ding. That's where he's at. Exactly. I Instead under- of. I understand that. But in one of, and I don't remember exactly where I heard it, where I read it. They knew Thursday, I do believe, that uh, he had already changed his mind. Yeah, I think you're right. And it was, it and was, I, I was one of the girls that made that made that comment that her mom told mm-hmm. them that he was gonna, he was gonna go. Mm-hmm. And and Jessica's the one that's not on board with Jeff, right? Right. So she's the one that's that's um, fearful if he actually gets out. That he, you know, she's very next. much, yeah. Which I find. I, I can't imagine living through that and what she's gone through, and she's had a she's had a rough go. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I can I guess I can understand that feeling that if he gets out that you know that that's he's trauma. For I her. mean that's PTSD right there. Yeah. I I personally don't see it, but I think that that statement, her statement to the police that he's at Great America, mm-hmm. totally blows out the whole idea that oh, it was Great America, not Cedar Point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, we didn't even notice. <laughs> Didn't <clears throat> But yeah, I'm with that. I well, and if he was vengeful against his like whole family and pissed off about it, I mean, why wouldn't he wait and kill all of them instead of just the four? I mean, I could understand well, th- killing the younger ones because they would be witnesses essentially to what had went on. But even I, I don't know, it doesn't make much I, sense. I. Well, none of it makes sense. None of it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, because it didn't happen. It's, it's all it's all speculation. Yeah. It's all alleged. But um, I, I don't. They pushed the fact that it was kind of a. It wasn't like I don't know. Did they really push it? That it wasn't like a, a planned out thing. That it was no. A, they were saying like he planned this. Like he knew he was going to do it. Be- the reason why they have to hammer that in is because he's a fucking seventeen year old, not a crime aficionado who's gonna think to oh okay i've got to pick up all these casings i've got to dispose of this gun i need to clean myself up i got to put on a good face for that's why they're they were saying okay yeah he did it in a fit of rage but it also was planned it's very contradictory but they did the fit of rage is what i was what i think is where my mind was going they early on they kind of said oh in a fit of rage he killed him Mm -hmm. because he wanted to go now there are some there are some tricky 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 little pieces of this because once again statements say that they knew he was going prior to even Saturday it's like mm-hmm. Wednesday or Thursday Jeff actually stated that Bob changed his mind on Wednesday mm-hmm. because they had to they mm-hmm. had to um, get their reservations set that what it was the place that they went the emporium. the emporium still have never been there yeah i wonder if they could get the log for that or they would have gotten the log for that to see there who had go. called there you go mm. so they always they they've talked they always they've only talked about <laughs> they talked about the fact that bob was quick to punish but easy to change yeah yes. if you can show him that that you're doing, and he'll he'll let up, which yeah. that kind of goes into with Jeff's story of well, you know, we talked it out, mm-hmm. you know, I got my shit together, and Dad's gonna let me go do these things. Yeah, 
which I think we talked about that in episode one. Yeah. That was just the way he did things. It was mm-hmm. redundant. He did it like almost every time it seemed Right. Like. With all the kids. Not, yes. Not with yes. Jeff. Also stated was the fact that he removed a part from Jeff's car. Yeah. Okay. And the insurance thing just floors me. Why you would take insurance off of a vehicle that even no he can't drive it right now. You're not going to put that insurance back on it in another week when yeah. he's on ground. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And nobody ever had any proof that they pull, that he actually pulled the insurance off of that. And they drove that point home that there was no insurance and that was illegal for Jeff to drive it. Well, I'm going to tell you right fucking now, it doesn't matter to a 17-year-old boy no. whether there's insurance on that vehicle. No. He will still drive it. He does not care. It. Yeah. And the whole part thing being gone, I did... To play devil's advocate, um, I think it was um, – I can't remember the name of the podcast now. Is it – what did I say earlier? True Crime Guys? True Crime Guys. I mean two weeks ago. True Crime Guys. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I did write it down two weeks ago. Um, uh, true Crime Guys. Oh, See, I did write it down because oh, I'd cool. like to go listen to that. Yeah. Um. So they did an episode, and they're kind of on the that Jeff is guilty train. So okay. I was trying to find you know sources from both sides. Yes. And um, they had mentioned because I'm not I'm not great with cars. They'd mentioned that if you just adjust the carburetor a little bit, your car is that does that feel right? Yeah. Do you know anything? Okay. Yeah. That your car is going to run really weird and it's going to sound all fucked up. And that if you've any knowledge of cars slash and or carburetors, that all you got to do is just adjust it back a little bit and your car's fine. So they were kind of saying like Jeff could have known and and done that. But I do I do know that Robert said he removed a part. Yeah, because he once again he went to uh, Irish to and Sheila's yeah. and said you can't. Jeff's not allowed to use your Trans Am. And he's not driving his car because I removed a part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was their that was their statement. Well, and what it. day were they saying that? That once again, that this is what I was. This is yeah. what I'm heading towards because something else that kind of fell funny was if he's already been allowed to go to the prom stuff. Does that mean that he's not allowed to drive his car until he goes to prom? Because Bob took him to work that morning. Because mm-hmm. he works at McDonald's mm-hmm. and picked him up. So took him in at 5 a.m., picked him up at 11.30, and then brought him back to the house. So why did he do that? Why didn't he just let him have the car and he could drive his own ass to work and I don't have to be up at 5 a.m.? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he might have still just been making a point. Like, could, okay, you're grounded well up be. until prom but See, my thought, dinner. My thought process was is that, okay, I'm, while you're at work, I'm going to put the part back on your car. Oh, yeah. that I could mean, that's be. Just, yeah, that was well, just, no. a, just a thought when it when it. And like, then when he comes home from work, plausible. it's like yeah. you've earned it back. And mm-hmm. something else that I falls into that, that was is that he washed his car. Yeah. After he got home from work, him and the girls. Yeah, I remember washed, yeah. washed, washed, whatever washed. the whatever it is, the car getting ready for prom. Yeah, so it was nice and clean. We're talking. We're talking one o'clock or whatever. That's you know. all circumstantial evidence that he didn't do it. <laughs> did he do it? Well, and See, and did he do it in his pink sweats? Because that's what he said he was wearing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I I see where you're going with these neighbors. I wonder. I'm wondering if maybe they were threatened or something. What if they I got don't know. Threatened? They said that Bob come over there on Saturday morning. Yeah. To tell him about the car. Well, I wonder if someone was like, "Listen, motherfuckers." What if the, what if they're just askew on which 
day it was. They're just confused. I mean, I, yeah, but no, it's gonna be the day right the day before. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's yeah, there's I mean, yeah. there's some. I mean, what? what? They're still there. No, there's <laughs> a hair. It's <laughs> tickling me. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There's some. There's some irregularities in. Yes. In even in my thought process, you know. When I go over the timelines and all this, which I'm, I'm assuming we're going to talk about some timelines in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I want to make sure that I'm not throwing it all out and screwing up everything because I'm very... No, you're fine. This is literally... This. I coined it. The free... What I coined it? The free conversation episode. <laughs> we can talk about anything. We're not going to step on toes here because we can just... If we just you bring go. something up that's on my list, I just won't go to it right when on. we get to it. So it's fine. So... That falls into a lot of different irregularities of, of people remembering certain things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, eyewitness accounts are yeah. always and terrible. Yeah. So what if they were off a day? Yeah. You know, what if they were off three days? Maybe it was Wednesday morning he'd come over and said, he's not digging the car. Yeah. I just don't know. Well, yeah. and something. It's always a possibility. Yeah. You don't remember something like that to the importance that it could possibly hold. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but also, what time did I pick you up? Don't know. You know, today I have no idea what time I picked you up. It was five oh three. Well, okay. Well, I wouldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also, shit. Well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> got y'all, got y'all messed up. Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Now I remember. So they're saying, oh, we don't know them very well. But then they're, they're going to let their 17-year-old yeah. son drive their, what mm-hmm. was it, a Trans Am or something? I think it was a Trans Am one. It to was... prom. Okay. Okay. All that's well and fine. But then the the dad comes over to tell them, okay, no, he can't take your Trans Am. And then goes into all this detail about all this shit that he's done. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that if they didn't know each other that well? Why wouldn't well, he just Robert say- Robert seems to be kind of like, like a- Charismatic. Well, he seems to just kind of let shit fly out of his mouth. Like he told the photographer all about. He had to. Yeah, flee I think he. And... I think he acted on impulse, maybe, and he was just like, "This is what has to be done. This is what I'm going to do." That was know. actually one of my one of my questions was why did he unload all of that on her? Yeah, maybe it was a breaking point. He was like, "Okay, this is going to get me killed. This is my last ditch effort to, I'll save my family." It could be, and. We can go back to that directory a little bit, which we talked back in episode 19, was where does that directory go? Yeah, that's, okay. see, and that's what I was wondering, because it's like, why would it be concerned if it's just going to be distributed around Lakeville and like South Bend? Yeah. Does it, Maybe. Does it go out to every church in, in the land, or in the land. Is, is, it a, is it, you know, is is it some sort of flyer pamphlet thing that goes out to... You know, you're looking for a new church. Try our church. You know, mm-hmm. I it's so yeah. Because it's not it. like nowadays where it would be like plastered all over the internet or something right. for someone to find. It would be you would think it would just be local. So maybe hmm, there's so many things. So maybe many, someone was on his hot on his trail and you knew they were close. Could very He's well like, be. this is going to close that door. Yep. And get it and let them know where I'm at. 
Yeah. Well, in that that family photo, that infamous one is one that she took yep, of them. That, that is day. the one. That yeah. is the one. The did, last like. Did we lose you over there, Alicia? No, I'm looking up what a church directory is. Oh, okay, oh. I was like, are you fucking texting right now? Because <laughs> no. now I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Like, what's the purpose of it, and where does it go? Um, it says, "What is the purpose of a church directory?" And it says it's more than just a roster. They become a great way to showcase your church community through photos of trips, family nights, Easter egg hunts, missionary families, and more. Much like a school yearbook, these photo directories share not just families, but they share a whole community. I'm assuming this is kind of something that it gets shared throughout the U.S. for pastors who they're looking to relocate, to go to a, a, a a bigger congregation or a smaller congregation. Or even the congregation looking for another church say they're moving to. Exactly. Moving to Lakeville and they exactly. want to know what So what got. we're saying is it could have gone to Phil Holly's church. <gasps> <gasps> could have. But, the, you know, I wonder if. Um, but, you know, there's a there's a stipulation on that. What do you mean? Well, you talk about Phil Holly. Phil Holly knew exactly where Bob Haley was. Oh, that's right. I, that's in my notes. Yep. There's a picture of him on his porch. It's yep. like he knew exactly where he was. See, and that drives a huge hole yes, in that whole story. Yes, it does. Pun intended. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, timeline timeline is is really key in all of this, and this is the the big thing is that timeline. And there's a lot of little pieces that that'll go down into that timeline. Are you saying the timeline from like the what is like five five to five thirty or whatever it is, um, or five fifteen to five forty five or yeah, the time they're they're saying that the Pellies were murdered. Let's go. Let's go with uh, let's go with four forty five. Okay, Jeff's buddy Mike. Was it? I do believe his name is Mike. I can't remember all the names. Yeah, I do believe Mike shows up at the at the. At his house mm-hmm. to see Jeff. Jeff invites him into the house, and then he goes, he, oh, "I yeah, forgot, he forgot the corsage for my girl. I've got to go back and get it." He has to go back, and it's fifteen to twenty minutes from the parsonage to Mike's house. Okay, okay? that's that was the roughly the estimate of mm-hmm. what they talked about. So it's fifteen minutes back, and then he drove another fifteen minutes back past the parsonage. Where he claims at 5.15, Jeff's car was still setting in the driveway. Yes. Okay. But, and you've mentioned this a little bit ago, with the carburetor and stuff like that, making the car run funky, Mm -hmm. Jeff stopped at that gas station Mm -hmm. to adjust his carburetor. Mm -hmm. Or adjust his, he he said the idle. Yeah, he was idling weird. Yeah, he was idling weird. But the attendant... Looked at his watch, and it was five seventeen. Now I tend to believe that, and the only reason I believe that is is because he was supposed to be off work at five, and he was waiting on the guy to relieve him, and the guy was late, and he's mm. looking at his watch. Yes. Like, Where the fuck yes. Is he? Where is he? So he looks at his watch. He looks out. He sees Jeff tinkering with the with the car, mm-hmm. and then he walks in and uses the phone. So who did he call? He called uh, the house that Darla was okay. was yeah, at to say, to say he was running late. It's been so long yeah. since I listened to he this. Was running late. So, <clears throat> so how did he get from the parsonage to the gas station in two minutes? Two minutes, yeah. No. I think— Especially with a car that's running like shit. 
didn't they, wasn't there something about like a black truck? Yes. There was, and then um, a limo too. But it's like it was prom, so obviously we might see. I don't, I don't know about limo. the limo. The limo. There was a limo with Florida plates that was spotted. But when you're renting a limo, it's just like when you're renting a car. Right. It's gonna have Colorado plates. Gonna have, so that's pretty easy to write off. That some of the students right. probably rented a limo, and you know. Yeah, there was uh, um, a a lady, a neighbor, or, or she had family or something. I I can't. I, I'm, I'm I'm drawing for what I can't remember, but. She was there at one of the neighboring houses, Mm -hmm. and she knew Bob, and she saw Bob at 5 o'clock in his driveway holding a shovel, and and I just remember that because I just listened to it a little bit ago, holding a shovel and speaking with somebody who was in a black pickup truck in his driveway. Mm -hmm. And she honked at him, and he waved, but she claims that he looked very, just kind of very... Distressed, maybe agitated a little bit or whatever, but yes. And the only, and this is we'll flip back. This is the devil's advocate. The only way that they took a timeline on the five o'clock was is that she had a receipt from Kmart. Yeah, and so she and it was marked at like like four o five or whatever, Mm -hmm. and she had like a couple stops, and then she was at. So yeah, that one was a little. That one's a little funky. But the thing is, is. A truck was there. No one. Else, she's the only one that vocally says that she saw this truck, and Jeff's car was not. Well, she claims she did, she couldn't see whether Jeff's car was there or not. She's not that makes me think sure. it yeah. wasn't there though. Yeah. Is what I'm, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you would think you would notice the Mustang sitting there, but you know, if you're not really looking for it and you just kind of yeah. see Bob, yeah, you really... especially when you don't know that anything's important. To yeah. Have you looked at the the layout? Yes. Of the house and stuff? Yes, I have. I think she would have seen it. It didn't look like it was super far off the road, it's, right? N- no. And but I, if it was parked on the on the right-hand side, kind of nestled in the corner. And, and that, I got pictures. And that truck was parked kind of adjacent, like kind of behind it. I could see someone across the street not seeing it. Let me see if I can find Especially it. Especially Mustangs are small. And trucks are big. Well, if it was like a Fox body Mustang, I could see that. Yeah. Being like a... Look... There, right there, and you know, oh, there's the a picture the of the uh, yeah the view from the bathroom. So they're actually relatively pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, super close. Mm-hmm. We'll post these in the uh... yeah. So if the car was parked like right here in the corner, and the truck was parked kind of here back I a little bit, a, I think I have a better I picture see that. of the house. We'll post these on socials so everybody can see them also. Yeah, this oh, is uh, this is off of. Um, uh, this is a uh, a blog called True Nightmares, Ooh. and it is if if you can find it, man, it is extensive. Yeah, he, I was just extensive was the word yeah, I was going to use. He does not go into depth over the Florida stuff at all. Yeah, I think all I got is that picture of the house. So it doesn't really show the driveway. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's over here. Yeah. I thought I had a better one, but apparently I do. Damn it, Jeremy. Why are you not better prepared? So, which side of the house is that? I don't know. It's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, because... That's their backyard. So, it would be this side. So, they're on this side. So, this is what we're seeing. Yeah. Okay. As we're shuffling through Hmm. papers. Sorry, listeners. We're... uh... So, the neighbors that were, like, heavily interviewed don't even see the driveway at all because it's on the complete other side of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and running in like not in front, but running like alongside. Well, where's there's is there a garage attached? The yeah, garage, like yes, it. the garage right is here. attached to the house. Yeah, because yeah, there's like the basketball hoop. Yeah, yeah. So if he his car was parked in the driveway, that would be, I mean, over here. I don't know. It depends I, on which I, neighbor too is saying they saw the cops. Where there was their house at, you know. The lady that drove or did past. I say cops. I mean, the lady that cops. drove past. So she's driving. Oh, okay. I'm assuming from Plymouth. <laughs> so I would assume this yeah. way. And if she's well, I don't driving, know. it could have been could have been from South Bend. Yeah. Was there a Kmart in South Bend? Yes, on you the south what, side, though? right there on 31. If this was some mystery man, if. I just feel like either way, if Jeff was there and he killed his parents, I feel like he would have said, like, that this guy was here. He can prove that I, you know, like, was about to walk out the door or something. Like, why, you know, why would Jeff not talk about this guy well, I mean, if he was supposedly there that whole time? Once again, um, Jeff claims that that uh, he left for four or five minutes after his buddy Mike went mm-hmm. to go back and get the corsage. Yeah. Which is still... That's skewed in the timeline to put him at that gas station at 517. Well, a little bit. But if his car's running funny, he might have pulled over. He might have been only going like 20 miles per hour. Did Mike ever say that he saw the the, uh, Bob or? No. I don't know that he ever saw Bob even when he was at the house. He never stated. And where was Bob found? In the. He was like in the hallway by his bed, by the, like the master bedroom. Yes, and then everybody else was in the in basement. the basement, yeah, which like what the they call the family area. room. Yeah. yeah. Well, did Mike go inside? Because I feel like that he's a very key witness. I feel yeah, the first person to because, like go in. Yeah, and if he's saying, "Oh, I forgot the corsage," this is something that did happen. That's going to be like, "Oh, I can kill my family now." You know what I mean? Like. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, now Mike's leaving, and now I can do it. Yeah, would, that was that was he, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because yeah, because he knew he was coming over. Yeah, why would you invite somebody over just to kill your family? Well, and he yeah, invited him he into, was supposed to be there. He invited him into the house too, which was what they thought was kind of odd. If you're if you're contemplating doing all that, you're yeah, not that's what your saying. Buddy Did he yeah. physically go in the house yeah. and see anybody? Uh, he, I, mm, I can't, I can't. 100% say he went in the house. I know that he invited him into the garage, and I thought that they invited him in the house, but I don't know whether they actually went in. Does that yeah. make sense? That's just yeah, it would be things. a weird thing. Like, yeah. you're being real risky there if you're going to invite somebody over to your house. Yeah, and then and then also dead invite inside. them in in person when they're right in front of your face. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was saying earlier about that, the mystery guy in the truck, it's like, Jeff, he if he would have been there and seen him, he would have mentioned him. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, this is theory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was somebody pissed off within his congregation? Has this ever? Oh, like the Lakeville congregation, Mm -hmm. or somebody that's just like a serial killer? Can oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say. In episode one, when we talk about, um, or we talked about the, I don't remember their names, but the people that found them, and this guy was the church trustee, yes, and yep. there was the key in the, the key church, holder. blah, blah, blah. What if he was, like, next in line to, like, be the pastor is kind of what I was thinking a while back until I, 
you know, dove I don't into know if the. That's how it works. I don't think it's. I don't president. know either. I or maybe he was. It. You know, maybe Bob took somebody else's job from that church. I mean, who was the head of the church before? Uh, yeah, Did he get fired? How long were they there before? They were killed. It wasn't very long. Like, uh, well, it was a couple years. I, I think was he was there like, for five years. They were. They lived in Indiana for five years. Did they before they were long? killed. Yeah, I think is what. Uh, I think it was only like three. I think it was five. Because he left in '86. He left the bank. '84. Oh, the investigation okay. started. '86. Yeah, he left, and then '89. Right. They died. But you know what happened to the pastor, the previous pastor, reverend, or whatever? Um, did he get fired, and then? Somebody from the congregation's pissed because they liked him and was like, I'm taking out Bob and his wife yeah, and his but... little kids, too. Yeah. I mean, that that I is mean, a... Th- anything is possible. Literally. Anything is possible. Because no evidence points at any specific person. All the evidence mm-hmm. points at all the people. Yep. Or not all of it, but you know what I mean. Yep. Um, yeah. it's it's tough to narrow that down. I... Not that I mean, it's not saying there's evidence, but somebody knew what they were doing. When they when they made when they made this murder when they and they I feel like they also knew like the older kids were going to be gone, so the only person they had to take out in order to have control was Robert. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because the seventeen year old son was gone. The, the Jessica was even older, or Jackie was older. Jackie was older. Yeah. Anybody they would have to potentially fight off. Exactly. Hmm. Because you know the wife is going to try to shelter her children. Yeah. And save her children, her her younger children that are defenseless, but the older ones could potentially do something. Yeah. Well, that's a big number to be outnumbered by. Four is a lot different than six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I almost said seven. Yeah. Four, I mean, that's that's a huge difference. Well, and, it's seven. It is seven. Yeah, yeah, it is seven. But but Jessica was really young. I mean, she was not that old. What was she like? Eight. Well, still the older two. Yeah, Jackie. No, no, and, I get it. Yeah. yeah, and Jeff. And all it takes is an eight-year-old to run out the door and be like, "Oh, no, no, no. it doesn't matter." That's, you that's know? a good point. That's a good point. That's what they say. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> With their fists in the air. <laughs> is that how they do that? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, speaking of Jessica, let's talk about the let's talk about the, the gun. Let's oh talk about the yeah, yes. <laughs> yes is weird. Yeah, because you've got Jeff and Jackie that both said. That Bob removed the guns from the house. You got something. Well, I was just going to say, and they were interviewed quickly. They didn't get to talk and, like, come up with a story or anything. It's not like Jackie was like, hey, I got your back. Or he's like, hey, please have my back. Right. They were interviewed separately separately before they even talked to each other after. Well, and so the theory is, is that Jeff removed the... 20-gauge shotgun, which was on a uh, gun rack mm-hmm. in, I do believe, Bob's room. Bob's yeah, room. above yeah. Their, yeah. The, yeah. Bed. their bed in the master And room. that he came out of the bedroom and shot Bob first in the chest and then shot him in, I'm sorry, guys, in the, in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the theory, that that shotgun was still there. But story-wise... And it's not just from Jeff and Jackie, but the guy that Bob that, gave the bag of guns to, yeah, yeah, which nobody ever looked into. Nobody ever went and said, "Hey, let's go to your mom's house and look at that bag of guns that Bob." It was gave like you. in a barn or something, wasn't it? Was it was like yeah, barn or a basement or something like that. Yeah. So there's that. 
there's the there's the fact that there's no bruising on Jeff's shoulder from firing a twenty gauge shotgun. Mm-hmm. And and oh dear girls, please forgive me. Do you need to say trigger warning? This is okay. I'm going to be very polite. I'm going to be very polite, but this is this is terrible. Do you really think that? And I understand the theory behind it. You know, no witnesses. But do you really think that that 17 year old boy could shoot his little sisters? I just, I ah, uh, no. I, I can't I say it. He doesn't have any. There's no this record is, of him like hurting animals or yeah. anything. This is the guy who was out washing his car with those little girls mm-hmm. just out, earlier that day. Yeah, out playing even from the neighbors that he was out playing in the backyard a few days before that out in the jungle gym with those girls. Yep. I just find it so hard to believe that he could do that. And I know we've talked about. Fits of rage and yeah, you know, you go but he wasn't blind. mad at them. He was mad at his dad. Yeah, he was only mad at his dad. Well, and I think another thing is that they weren't his biological siblings, and so I think that That's they draw bullshit. from them. Well, I agree, but you know, you know, he actually stated that he does. He never really got along with they. Him and Dawn never got along. Yeah, they no. weren't. They weren't best buds. This is my new. You know, this is my new mom, and we talked about that in in the in part one mm-hmm. that you know. Um, Bob was like, "No, you will call her mom." Yeah, which you know, is and he was like, weird. "I ain't, I ain't doing that. That's that's bullshit." They didn't get along, but they, I think he had a respect for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a, it's an adult; he has respect. But just kicking back, I just cannot see. I can't see that. Yeah, that taking those little girls' lives. I yeah, can't see there, and and there's just there's nothing to point to that type of. Violence, yeah, no history that he would be capable of that, that he would have that type of aggression towards them for mm-hmm. wh- there's no reason for that. I mean, y- if you don't want them to be witnesses, you just say, Hey, go outside, I'll be out there in a minute, we'll play basketball. You shoot your parents, and then you, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, there's other, there were ways around that for them to not yeah, witness if he's, it. If he's this big, hey, mastermind. I'll take you guys to the ice cream parlor. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Exactly. Yeah, shoot your parents, big... take them to the ice cream parlor, come back. Oh my god, my parents are dead. I mean, yeah, there's just no. They're painting him for that. as this like aficionado of being able to exactly. Kill. Like he's a criminal mastermind. Why would he? Why wouldn't he figure out a different way? It doesn't make any. It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me. I, yeah. I, yeah. There's. <laughs> I we both said I yeah I, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I uh, I'm having a hard time dealing with that portion of it. I mean, for more reasons than not. I mean, but uh, back to the shotgun thing. And please forgive me. This is so mean. So you got Jeff and Jack and Jackie that say the gun was gone, mm-hmm. but you got Jessica says she saw it in the rack. Mm-hmm. But she's eight. And did you see? The size of the glasses that mm-hmm. she wears, and I'm so sorry. I'm not picking on her. It's you know. No, it's not. I mean, she sees the gun rack. It's probably just like, well, and not to insult her intelligence now as an adult. Yeah. But when you see the gun rack, it's like almost just probably one thing. It's just a thing, and it it was there. Yep. But yeah. Just at one that point. the little two bars that are usually where the barrel and the butt of the gun are are gone. 
maybe she wouldn't notice that. You well, know? and misplaced memories. I mean, she may have, as a child, when she seen was that. eight, seen that the the gun exactly. was That's, in the rack at yeah. one point. So but, she's and now getting she her memories by mixed it. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I, very easy to. There's a, there's a lot that revolves around that, that you know, because they really said, well, that gun was in the house because she said it was there. Yeah, she's eight, though. Yeah, and she's has very thick glasses. Yeah, according yeah. to and her picture, you know, by looking at her picture. When you're an adult, you look, you remember your last memory. So if this is implanted in your head that, yeah, I saw this gun, and mm-hmm. then you're like, yeah, I saw this gun because I remember the last time I saw this gun. So, you know, if these. When she's being interviewed, did you see a gun in a gun rack? Well, yeah, she's seen it a thousand times because the gun was there, but it right. wasn't there that day. That particular day. Yep. So then she's just remembering her memories. Am I making this yes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yes. So, You'd almost have to get into like some kind of hypno, like hypnosis or something to pull like the real memory, if that is even possible. Yeah. You know. Well, I know. got stung by a bee once in kindergarten and my hand swelled up real big. And I told everyone that I was allergic to bees. I knew I wasn't. And then, like, honestly thought I was allergic to bees probably until, like, high yeah, school. Yeah, you convinced yourself because as a yeah. child, that's... I've been stung twice now in my life. But after the second time, I was like, I'm not allergic to What the fuck? I'm okay. Like, just one of those things. And that, that happened in kindergarten. So I was five well, or six. what even happens now? Roy and I have been together for ten years this year. I swear, when we first got together, he told me that he was supposed to fight Taylor Lautner at a martial arts Yes, position. that is your big lie. <laughs> I think I've heard that story. Yes, yeah. and I've brought it up so many times, and every time he goes, no, you're remembering it incorrectly. He did a demo at the martial arts competition We were because they were the same age. So I'm thinking, I swear that he said, no, I misremembered it. They were doing a demo. Mm-hmm. He well, never, wonder, but now it's an ongoing joke that Roy yeah. lost to Taylor Lautner. I'm willing it's to bet you were himself. you were like half listening almost when he was talking about it, and then you heard Taylor Lautner's name, yes, and that he was there, and you just kind of zoned out and started yes. thinking about Taylor Lautner. But now no, it's been like them fighting. <laughs> oh, now it's dude. just evolved into this thing of yeah, he lost to Taylor Lautner, and like <laughs> they fought at this competition mm-hmm. in Florida. But yeah, ironically, ironically, I, I, <laughs> things evolve so easily from little tiny specks. It's true. It's mm-hmm. true. So that being said, let's move on to. OK, so he's got 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. He's got 20 minutes. He's got 20 minutes to commit murder. Four times. Four, four people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And clean in different up rooms. In different rooms. What do you think the other? What do you think the sixth shot is? Do you think that uh, he took a shot at the wall so, when somebody come up the? I think stairs? maybe the girls might have already been in the basement, or Dawn and the girls were somewhere else in the house. Heard the two fire shots. Fire shots. <laughs> fire shots. Heard the two gunshots that um, killed Bob, and then maybe they started to run down the stairs to get away or hide or whatever and then because wasn't there a shot like at the top of the like uh, i thought it was at the top of the stairs and into the wall yeah and so that's where i think that came from which yeah that'd be one two three four five six yep yeah so that that, that's my best guess that is exactly what my thought on the whole thing was is that maybe maybe even the girls were still downstairs and maybe dawn was upstairs the first two shots yeah she's going down i think we might have touched on that an episode i see what they're wearing 
That, they, that's the point. That is, yeah, that <laughs> is a thing. Yeah, it is very much so. Um, I think one of the little girls was like wearing, had shoes on, the other one didn't. You well, know. and it's because there was like a jailhouse confession, and he got some mm-hmm. of the stuff right, but it was almost like he was reading it in the papers because he said he used a 12 gauge shotgun or. Yeah, 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 not yeah. a twenty-two or twenty-gauge. 20, twenty-gauge. Um, <clears throat> he said that he killed the Pelly families. That he killed the little girls. They were wearing nightgowns, which wasn't the case. Just some random stuff. So they yeah. weren't wearing nightgowns. No, they were in shorts and t-shirts, yeah. and which is yeah. again odd. That contradicts our stuff about the popcorn. Because mm-hmm. why wouldn't the girls be in their pajamas if Bob had popcorn in they, his belly? Yeah. Unless they like passed out in their clothes. That could be too. How old were they? Six, six, mm. and mm. six and. They were young. Yeah, they yeah. were younger than eight. Yep. Because that's because all the time my kids pass out in their street clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be like an older person, but, nah. and I'll just put them in bed. In street clothes. In yeah. street clothes. That could be. And I mean, they, and they may have been having like a special movie night or something. If there was popcorn in Bob's belly, fruit in their bellies, they might have been like watching a movie or something that day that evening. Yeah, yeah, very much maybe. so. I mean, yeah, it's the possibilities are actually endless. Mm-hmm. So, back to the timeline. Okay. So, Jeff commits murder. Yes. Four times. Yes. Strips down naked. Mm-hmm. Throws his clothes in the washer. Yeah. Okay. Turns it on. <clears throat> goes back upstairs. I think the bathroom was upstairs, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Takes a shower. Cleans up. Gets around, gets redressed, gets around, and leaves, and is at the gas station by 5.17. Can I say one thing? Yes, please. When he got home from work from McDonald's, he changed into his pink sweatpants. He put the pink sweatpants on over top of his McDonald's pants. Ew. Yeah, I thought that was weird, Boys too. are fucking gross. But anyway, so he would have been wearing, because he was lounging around the house. But he God, does, he probably stunk so No, he bad. said he changed... After he washed the car into some comfier clothes, which and you'll have to look into it because I can't. remember I was gonna say exactly comfier what. clothes. I thought that was because he sweatpants. watched that baseball game. No, he was said he was wearing the sweatpants while the pink sweatpants while he was washing the okay. car. Because as I was wondering, I was I like, well, was why weird. would he put jeans on before he murdered them when he was already wearing comfy clothes? Why would he murder them in those? Wash those and then put the jeans on and leave. And so where are those clothes that he was? Where are those comfy clothes he was wearing? Nobody ever talked about those. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They're so focused on the jeans because that doesn't make any sense. Well, that mm-hmm. means he changed his clothes four times that day. Well, yeah, he, no, yeah. but he went to work at McDonald's. He comes home in these nasty clothes. I didn't realize he put the sweatpants over. I thought he I, changed I, out of his work clothes. I, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. He put them on, put the sweatpants on over top that's of them. so the... gross. So, yeah, so then that's one. The that's two outfits that. right really there. I don't know. And then I don't think that he changed his... Oh, wait, yeah. And then he put his jeans and stuff on so he looked nicer for when he got ready for prom yep. with his friends. Which makes sense. You're going to change. You're gonna shower and change out of your uh, McDonald's yeah. French fry. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to shower Maybe up. not because he put the damn sweatpants right. on right yeah. over his McDonald's attire. But... <laughs> Sorry. The, no, the no, only you're reason fine. I'm saying that is because <clears throat> we're talking about him changing his clothes... And it just doesn't make sense that they're saying the pants are in the washing machine because 
He wore them to the friend's house. Yes. And that would have been the last time he changed. So it stands to reason that it would be the sweatpants and the McDonald's outfit in there. Well, that, and it would make sense that. That, that brings up, that brings up the, the point of the washing machine and the pants. So they claim they took, they claim they took the pants out of the washer. Mm-hmm. But who? Nobody <laughs> knows. Know. Nobody has it's any idea. someone do it. But they're in that grocery bag. You okay? Yeah, I just I felt really bad for being so condescending, but I don't oh, care. No, you're fine. <laughs> they took the bag. They they, uh, they put it in a grocery bag. Yeah. With the coins. Mm-hmm. But they claim that that receipt was in the pants pocket. Yeah. With the coins. What? Has anybody in this room ever left a receipt in your pocket and mm-hmm. it went through the washer and dryer? Yeah. Yep. And what does that receipt look like? A white piece of paper that's tattered. It looks like a clump. It's like, yeah, like a clump. You One that you, because, you know, it's dried and you start peeling it apart. And yeah. you're like, well, what receipt was that? Did I need that? Why was it mm-hmm. in my pocket? There's no it, way like, that that together. receipt went through the washer. There's no possible way and was yeah. illegible yeah. to read mm-hmm. where yeah. it was at. My theory was that he went to the house because he was in jeans and the, that shirt, the Hawaiian mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah. And he changed, and the mother of the girl's house that we're at worked at that particular grocery store. Did she or your? No, that no, that that was that was somewhere in there. I read that. Oh, bitch! I did not know that. Gave him the bag to put those clothes in, Mm -hmm. and those clothes were in the. the, Once again, this is my theory. Yeah, mine too. Those clothes were in the trunk of his car, and that's where they pulled those clothes. One hundred and thousand fifty hundred percent. And the receipt was a receipt left in the bag that she gave him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's my theory on that. Yeah, Yeah. I am one hundred percent with that. I think nothing came out of that washer, and if it was, because there's no, there's no paper trail to prove that they took something out of the washer they just yeah. said we took those out of the washer yeah well and someone might have Depending. seen someone looking at stuff in the washer but what i think it was probably was his dirty fucking work clothes or all of the family's dirty clothes mm-hmm. or nothing at all maybe he was just picking something up off the top of the washer like now i want to i'm going to say something and i don't want you to be mad at me i'm mad okay damn it <laughs> if you Wash the jeans that you murdered those little girls in. Now, I read that there were cuts all over their hands and feet. Mm -hmm. Hold on. We have to trigger warning this for sure. From, let's just say bone. Yes. Bone dispersal. I don't even know how to say that any politely. But it cut the, the... their hands and feet, mm-hmm. they found the cuts on them. Would that get on the jeans, and would that still be in the washer if those were the jeans that were being washed? Now, once again, I, I'm, I'm going to go with size of this particular matter, mm-hmm. but I would think that if there was bone of any amounts in the bottom of that, that it would have been found in the bottom of that washer. Mm-hmm. Okay, as a girl, as a as a uterus haver. What? <laughs> okay. As a uterus haver, you know how hard it is to get blood out of clothes. 
Yeah, it's almost impossible. You can't just throw something in the washer. No. It's not going to come out. Well, and they said they tested those jeans, and they were soiled. <clears throat> it goes, well... If you washed them, why would they be soiled? Yeah. It goes back to also what I was saying about Bowditch saying, okay, well, he washed up. That was their original theory. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't line up with evidence and shit. And so now then he was saying, oh, well, he, was, he wasn't standing close enough. Did you see the ceiling? Mm-hmm. Did, did you see the picture that was, uh, I mean, it, it was dispersed far. Yes. So he, even if he was six feet from them when he pulled the trigger, he would have had, trigger warning, brain matter in his hair. He had big luscious hair. He had a nice mullet. Yes, he did. He was a styler. <laughs> But, I mean, it would have been in his hair. It would have been on his shirt. It would have been mm-hmm. on his jeans. I mean... And then it would have been in the tub. It would have been on the washcloths. It would have yes. been everywhere. Yes. It would have been everywhere. Yeah. It's just and if not... He, if he washed his there. clothes, why wouldn't he wash the washcloth and the towel that he used to get it off? Yeah. You know what? I always pictured those white when they talked about it, so I just I assumed they were. I, but I, 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 I don't too. know if they were. <laughs> you just said that, and I'm like... Maybe they were blue. Maybe they yeah, were. Yeah, because I've always just pictured them white in my head because I don't know why. I've I only have picture, a few. I've never seen pictures of them. I haven't either. Because, yeah, I guess if they were black, but you could still test it, I Yeah, guess. they would still find. It was 1986 when DNA uh, forensics came really? into play. Yeah, so, so they would have been. An it's still in its infancy, but, mm-hmm. yeah, they could have pulled DNA off that. They were pulling DNA off shit in the 50s and the 40s just in case mm-hmm. something would come about. Yeah. So they would have been able to pick stuff up. You're not going to tell me that a scientist couldn't take that washcloth and throw it under a microscope and be like, there's brains and blood on this. Yeah. It would have been possible. Yes, 100%. Especially they found multiple. Yep. With four people's DNA on you. Yep. With a 20-gauge sock. 20, 22? 20. 20. I get confused too because um, Eric Dawson was shot with a 22 um, pistol. Okay. So that's why it's, it's oh, confusing. Here. Yeah. But I, I oh, want to yeah. get to this. We will. We will get to yeah. that for sure. But one more, one more point about because I want to, I want to do a little bit about the Florida in our discussion. And I'm sorry, guys. We are just going to town here. And you know, I know it's been an hour, but stick with us. This so, can be as long yeah. as we want. People, I mean, if they don't long, have to listen to the whole thing. Stick with us. Stick mm-hmm. with us. This is for me. I want to talk about this. So, <laughs> or is it for me? Yeah, and I want Jeremy. Yes, Jeremy to get out his Been chomping uh, at the bit on this one. Yes, I got my little notes here and all nine years. So once again, I'm going back to the neighbors. The neighbors say the lights are on in the basement in the early evening on Friday on, on Saturday, mm-hmm. and the light is still on in the basement at one thirty two o'clock in the morning when she got up to use the bathroom. But I do believe, and stop me if I'm wrong, that in the somewhere in the police report or something to buy along those lines, they had to turn the light on in the basement when they went down for the. I was going to ask you that earlier because we just we were going off on a lot of tangents. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that that is a huge a huge question to ask. Mm-hmm. Was the light on when the cops got there? I thought that somebody said they had to turn the lights on when they looked down in the basement. I, I don't remember hearing that. It was real brief. Like everything, you got to, you know, it's these small things. And that's why. 
I literally went back and listened mm-hmm. to all 20 episodes of, of the counterclock. I listened twice. Because I wanted to was... make sure I tried to pick up on everything that mm-hmm. I – because when we did the first one, when we recorded the first one, that was – there was you were saying a lot of things. And I even asked questions on a couple things. And I wanted to make sure that I was really up to mm-hmm. where I was at with it. Yeah, because – shit, now I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, it'll come back to me. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered. So when you when you you bring that up, and that would make sense because if the light was on, let's say, okay, the neighbors saw what she saw. The mm-hmm. light was on one thirty, two o'clock in the morning when she went to pee. That maybe, would make sense. Maybe she pooped or poop, pee poop. <laughs> maybe she. Never mind. Poop. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. So. That would make sense because, okay, the lights are on, whatever, in the evening, and then they're on at 2.30. That would mean that whoever was there, if it wasn't Jeff, whoever was there was still there picking up all the pieces. And that gives so much more time to someone who might know what they're doing rather than giving 20 minutes to a fucking 17-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that would make a lot of sense if they the light was actually off in the morning because then that means that... Whoever did it shut it off when he left. When he left, which would have been after two a.m. Yep. The Woof. the the hole the the small small hole in that theory is, and this is I've contemplated this mm-hmm. is, is. Do you remember that? Was it Jeff's ex girlfriend that came over to the house to get some pictures, pictures. taken? Creepy. At, I thought that was really creepy. It's weird. At five thirty, and she said the house was locked up and couldn't get in. She couldn't get in. Remember, there was. Mm. It may not have been the ex girlfriend. It may have been somebody else who come over, and couldn't get in the house because it was locked at five thirty. And so, does that mean that? What does that mean exactly? Maybe they weren't home. Maybe they went and had dinner. Maybe. Yeah, if, because did if she they say went out and had cars? dinner, then it, yeah, I think she did say the cars were in the driveway. Jeff's included. No. 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 So okay. So. See, well, in that right there, I mean, what time did the lady say that she saw Bob talking to? That was five, at five, five yeah. wasn't it? Five, yeah, it was right, right at five. Right at five. But then again, that theory revolves around her receipt. Her receipt, yeah, and her time. So it could have been, well, and five works with that timeline anyway, because if he's talking to this dude at five, and then this dude gets him into his house and mm-hmm. is killing him at 530 with the doors locked. I still don't. I still just don't think it happened that early because people I, would have heard shit. They would have heard. I, I it. don't. I don't either. I think that. I think that the he. Let's just say that there is somebody comes in. I think he's held him hostage, and I think there's a reason why he held him hostage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you have a theory on what that reason is? I do. Ooh, is that something we have to get into later? Or will you tell us now? Do you want to know right now? I want to know right now. So what is it? What was that court? What's the court case called? The one for the the newest one, the rebel. I want to call it the revolutionary. What is it? The um, the one that Fran's taken back in. What are they? What are they calling that case? Oh, evidentiary hearing. The evidentiary. I knew it was or post conviction hearing. So in the evidentiary hearing episode of Counterclock, the one they just put out. Uh, I'm you so mad about that. Which you should have listened to. <laughs> Bob had. Three floppy disks that he told Jeff and Jackie that if something ever happened to him, to get those disks. Apparently, they're marked. One's marked church. 
One's marked Parsonage, and the third one couldn't be read. This is from Don's father, who brought the kids back after the murder, and those discs were the first thing that Jeff went for. (gasps) So he's been telling the cops that from the start. We never heard about any of that shit. Oh, my God, I just got the chills. So... What's on those floppy disks? Why are you revealing things about my case? (laughs) I should have listened. I knew I should have listened to that, but I didn't want to get their. I thought it was more opinions, and I didn't want to get their opinions in my head. That was the Q and A. They did a Q and A, but this this other one was just released back in March. It was the last one they're gonna do. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Okay, so we have those, and they were presented. No. So we don't know where. They are. I. They did not specifically say they know where they are. They just said that that was the one thing. Ed, Ed, which is Don's father, said that that was the first thing that Jeff went for back in the house when they were allowed to go back yeah. in after the murders. Okay, so you don't necessarily have a specific theory. You know it just revolves around those floppy mm-hmm. disks. Okay, yeah. that's fucking cool. Yeah, I don't have any specific theory. I, well, cool. I do have a specific theory because I think that I, I personally think that that has something to do with the stuff in Florida. Yeah, oh yeah. I I think that, that there's there's no way that's not related, especially with the whole Henry Stewart yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the three name guy. Yeah, he had like three names. And I almost, yeah, I'm almost wondering if there was actually a real person that he killed. It's it's insane. <laughs> it's too much. Okay. <clears throat> um, I guess Jeff working for Phil Holly at the credit bureau. We talked about his inheritance. That's fine. We talked about the jailhouse. Confession. Yeah, with <clears throat> with the fact of, of Jeff actually going down to uh back down to Fort Myers and starting to work for Phil Holly. And we didn't really we didn't really discuss the whole Phil Holly thing in in this. I th- besides the fact that, you know, the Hollies knew where the where they were at in, in Lakeville. And, mm. and that's not a real big secret. You know, they knew where they were at. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, I honestly, it's hard to actually kind of put them into that, you know, that they would all of a sudden decide they want to come back up and t- and take care of loose well, ends. Well, maybe, maybe that visit uh, was a threat. Unless, this is, this is horrible because it kind of flips my whole theory on its ear. Let me. Are okay, you spiraling? Me, I am spiraling. <laughs> Let me say this. I don't think Jeff committed those murders. Mm-hmm. And I pretty I mean it's pretty obvious with the whole conversation we've had here. Yeah. I think Jeff knows. Yeah. That's And I, I wonder if it revolves around those discs. Because Ooh. if Bob told them that if anything ever happens to me, because there's a lot of other little things that fall into play. That Bob was always talking to the girls about whatever, you know, this is where you're going to go if anything ever happens to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to go stay here. You're going to go do that. Yeah. You know, and the fact that um, I can't remember if it was Jackie or, or Jessica that said that that they were doing something one night while Bob just. He started crying. Weeping behind yeah. her. Yeah. So, you know, it's almost like. So I wonder if I wonder and. Once again, this is theory. This is a theory. I was theory like, just say it because I know what you're going to 
I wonder if Jeff was in contact with Phil or one of the boys and said, hey, my dad's got these discs. And yep. that was the trigger that put this whole thing in motion. I don't know. Oh, I, you think, okay. I was thinking, you're thinking before the murders. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was thinking maybe after, maybe they were looking for those discs. This is turning into like a Mission Impossible it, yeah, movie. It's a, but, whole, it's a whole really, really big theory. If Jeff was in possession of them post-mortem. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, he, His dad just said, if something happens to me, take these. He might not have mentioned that maybe Phil was a threat, not saying that he was. But, right, right, right. And then Jeff trusted Phil and said, hey, my dad's dead. He told me if anything happened, this is it. And Phil was like, that's exactly what the fuck I wanted. And I you, you just handed it to me. Huh? I have a theory. Oh. We're all spiraling. <laughs> Jeff married Lisa, which is Phil's niece. It's a relative. I'm not yeah, exactly sure. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. It's yeah. something in there. Yeah. What if they were in communication when the parents were still alive? They were close because obviously they would have known each other, right? Yeah, because they when lived, they were kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe he. Maybe they were close friends. He mentioned it. She ended up mentioning it to Phil. That's why Phil came down or sent somebody. I mean, he had a shit ton of money, so he could have easily hired somebody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Which that's probably the most likely that was that something somebody was hired. Yeah, would be my guess. Yeah, um, and then he knew he had these discs, or these discs were there, or whatever. Yeah, but why would the person leave without taking them? Well, maybe they couldn't find them. Well, if it says church parsonage and whatever, yeah. you're not gonna think this is anything important. <laughs> you're not gonna think, oh, this is, you know, that was probably a cover, a cover label. Yeah, but you'd think you'd you'd cover all your bases and just take all the floppy disks out of the house. Well, maybe but he I, didn't know they were floppy disks. Yeah, maybe my yeah. dad said he has these, you know, things, whatever. And then Phil wanted Jeff to come down so he could keep an eye on him, knowing that Jeff knows about the secret that his dad has or whatever. And then that's why he pushed Lisa into marrying him hmm. so he could keep him around, keep him in the family. Are Lisa and him still married to this day? Wow, I don't know. I don't know either. I wonder if... I know that the whole Darla thing kind of fell apart in college. (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, I'm not sure if he's still married. Could that be because of Lisa? Because Phil was pushing Lisa to be with Jeff? Mm. Could be. Well, and then it's like he... Obviously, if he's consulted his attorney about this, he doesn't have the floppy disks anymore. Maybe he destroyed them. Maybe, you know, looked at him and said, fuck, my dad, you know. Yeah, he might... Yeah. Could be. Um, I, he didn't want a bad name for his dad because he didn't want victim Yeah, blaming. but it feels <clears throat> at this point it feels bigger than that. Well, I guess that you could you're saying that could have happened early on, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, at this point it's like everybody has a bad name. Well, yeah, and it's like if he looked at so these floppy discs as an adult mm-hmm. and said, "It doesn't matter now. My dad's dead anyway. Nobody's yes. going to believe me that Phil did but this." Yeah, as a kid, he's probably old now anyway. You know. I don't know. It, I, like I said in the previous episode, this is you couldn't write a better. No, no you yeah. couldn't. Everything thriller. is interconnected, and everything weaves together just into a perfect little bow that nobody can fucking read. <laughs> you can't pull it apart. 
it's a knot you can't pull apart. Mm-mm. Man, there's something with those. There's something with those. Oh yeah, it, I agree. It, I agree 100 percent because you don't you don't go back into the house and that's the first thing that that you go for. Yeah, there's something with that. The other thing, real quick, and I'm just going to touch on this. Um, you talked about it. They wouldn't let Jeff take the stand because they were afraid they're going to bring up the fact that he had pondered suicide. Mm-hmm. And the story goes real quick that Jackie, he gave Jackie some money and said, here, give this to dad. I owe him this mm-hmm. and this and that. And she walked into his bedroom or whatever and that the he had a gun setting on the, yeah. which was a family heirloom mm-hmm. that was his mom's that mm-hmm. came from someplace else. And then Bob removed the, when everything kind of, you know, when she realized what was going on and it all got a little oh, then yeah, Bob removed is... the guns. Do you have this as one of your... This is my last yeah. point. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're fine. You're Bob, fine. Go ahead. Bob removed the gun <clears throat> and gave it to somebody for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. That was a 22 pistol. And the, you, you can get into the the whole rigmarole about exactly what it is because Jeff knew exactly the type of gun that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. mentioned that. Mm-hmm. But where did the where did the gun go? What family friend did he give that for safe safekeeping? Well, isn't it kind of curious that Eric Dawson was killed with a twenty two, mm-hmm. and the gun was gone at that point and in time. Yep. yep. But the gun oh, with the shotgun, by the way. Sorry, but microphone. the gun was back before um, Bob and Don were killed. I thought didn't his it, sister it, have it? And Yes, it, there. It, it, and then in one of the episodes, no one knew where it was. In, in one of the episodes of Counterclock, they talked about they have found the gun. Yeah, Dahlia, yeah, fucking found, found that shit. She tracked down yep. there, and <clears throat> she likes, you know, oh, I'm encourage them to test it, whatever, blah yeah. blah blah. So hopefully, with this evidentiary hearing and everything. That will was put into evidence and will be tested to see if it is so. the actual murder so. weapon. I wonder when that picture of, of Phil on their front porch was taken because maybe he was returning that gun. Maybe Rob called it. Bob that's said, another thing that could yeah. definitely and be he's a possibility. Like, you know what? I want to come visit anyway and let's give this well, gun back after I just murdered somebody with what, it. What if, once again, this is theoretical, what if it was Bob? I was thinking that too. That, that went, killed. That w- went down there. Once again, the car parked at the airport, which I mentioned early on in this discussion. Oh. So what if Bob actually flew down? And this, there's, there's, there's a big hole in this theory. I, I understand that. It's still fun to ponder. Um, what if Bob went back down there and was the guy that Eric was supposed to be meeting at that? Yeah, uh, the mystery the, man yep, showing the property to. Yep, and it was Bob that did that the dirty them. deed with the 22. And then he drove the car back. Got on an airplane and flew Went back, back in. home. Yeah. Well, and I, huh. I, I really think Phil Holly has something to do with this. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean, theoretically, allegedly. allegedly. Um, but since he clearly, with the whole Harry thing, has kind of been puppeteering Rob. Bob why do I keep calling him Rob? Bob. In the seventies, since the seventies. Yeah, he was puppeteering him around already. Who's to say he's like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Yep. I need you to do me solid. This yep. is what I need. Yeah, remember that, you know, startup money I gave you to do this or or remember what well, you... Well, I mean, where did Bob come up with the money for the casket, for Joy's casket? If you oh, remember, yeah. yep. early on, he, he confided in with the, the pastor from the 
Church of Nazareth. That mm-hmm. he, or, na, what is it Nazarene. again? Nazarene. Nazarene. Yeah. That he didn't have the money for a casket, but then all of a sudden there it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't and know. a big curiouser move from Florida to Indiana. That's a yeah, but that was trek. a downsize. They had a house with a pool, for God's sake. Yeah, but that's a trek. You know, yeah. a whole big. It's a big move, mm-hmm. for sure. With a big, big family. Yeah. Hmm. Big, big. No. <laughs> so how do we do? You have some more? I have so much more, but we I mean, we, gotta... could, we could be on here for another hour. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. Um, Thank you, girls, for indulging me in this in in what is my my uh, rabbit hole case. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like I said, I, I a big shout out to the Counter Clock and to Audio Chuck for putting this together. I mean, mm-hmm. what an amazing in depth um, deal that 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 they put together. I think it was awesome, and I enjoyed it. And you know, everything is theoretical, so. Yeah, everything that I've said today is theoretical. It's I have all no speculation. Yep, I have no proof, and I'm not going to go hunt for some proof. I'm not. I just enjoyed this case, and and uh, you know, thanks for bringing it. Yeah, um, awesome input. I love. I like talking freely more than I like reading from a script. That was really good. That was fun. That was fulfilling. You know, for I, lack of a better yeah. word. Um, why don't we, since we skipped everything at the beginning, talk about, uh, just really quick here, um, check out the United States of Paranormal, check out, um, the Call Guys, and check out Golden Mojo Podcast. Let's go Golden Image Podcast. Golden Golden Image Image Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to write that down on my hand every time we record. I get you a sticky note. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, check those out wherever you listen. Give us like, follow. We're all... In this together. One big happy family. I was trying to remember the lyrics and I was like, we're all in this together. Yeah, so Golden Image Podcast, uh, The Call Guys, and the United States of Paranormal are also uh, Golden Mojo Music Network mm-hmm. productions. We're all a big happy podcast family. And uh, I'll put in the show notes and on our social medias. The links and and uh, for those podcasts, um, links and for our social media is going to be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. We post photos, we post uh, maps, and that I will send to you on time. This yes, week. This <laughs> I promise. I promise. I'm going to go home and do it right now. So we want to know your opinion. Do you have any theories that we didn't talk about? Yes. Leave it on our social media. You can uh, email them. To us at murdnerds at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to be anonymous, you can click the link tree and it'll click through to uh, some drop down menus. Then you'll see uh, a little survey page where you can write comments anonymously. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review. If you give us a one star, let us know why. We're curious. And if you're on Spotify, they also do uh, reviewing or just, excuse me, rating. rating yeah. They only do rating now. Um, and this is the best way to support the podcast and support the network that we're working so diligently on. It's completely free and helps get uh, promotions and sponsors, ads, all kinds of stuff for us. Um, also, if you would monetarily like to support the podcast, um, you can give a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 
um, and that's a monthly donation. And this helps with equipment, merch, licensing, anything we could need to make Murnards possible. Um, right now we have three contributors, Logan, Matt, and Bose from the United States of po- uh, Paranormal. I almost said podcast like you. <laughs> I was going to say, he just did that. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank you so much. Or you could um, purchase like a sweatshirt or a hoodie or some mm-hmm. sick leggings, a crop hoodie. Yeah, that's Ashley's personal favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> some Get some Murd merch. Some Murd merch. You can find that on our social media pages. All right. I think that'll do it. Thanks, guys, for uh, listening. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>